It's science. So number one is neat, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, right? Thermogenesis is basically the process of heat production in organisms. So we are an organism, we produce heat in different heat patterns, and it occurs in all warm-blooded animals and also in a few species of thermogenic plants, right? So we are a part of this uh, equation here. Welcome to Consistency Breeds Growth Radio. I am your host, Justin Romare. Our incredible guest and myself talk about the cutting edge science and consistency necessary to reach your weight loss, wellness, and performance goals. If you have nutrition goals, we have customized nutrition programs and coaches that tell you how much, when, and what to eat for every single meal. And the best part? You don't need to calculate macros in an app. Ditch the calculators. Want to learn more about our intrinsic diet? Let one of our coaches know you listen to this podcast to get 10% off. Do you own a gym or attend a gym that wants to make some money and throw a top-notch nutrition challenge with a team of certified nutrition coaches? Our team will guide your members through a nutrition challenge customized for your gym. And you'll make money for each member who signs up. If you want more information about working with us one-on-one or in a gym setting, head over to consistencybreedsgrowth.com or email us at consistencybreedsgrowth at gmail.com. We will also put links in the show notes. Enjoy the podcast. What's up, CBG Tribe? We're back with another episode of CBG Radio. It's going to be an amazing day today. We have an amazing topic, but first, I want to tell you about our six-week summer camp nutrition challenge. So it's coming up. It's starting on exactly May 3rd, which is a Monday. It's going to be six weeks. And let me tell you some about these challenges. These are the ways that people started their journey to 20, 30, 40 pound plus weight loss, right? That's what we've helped them do over several months, right? They didn't do this in six weeks. So we want everyone to be aware of that. We're going to give you the tools and everything you need to be able to reach the body composition that you want and maintain that body composition, but you will not do that in six weeks with us, right? But let me tell you what you will get within the six-week challenge if you decide that you're going to start working with us. So you'll get one-on-one coach support through Facebook and text. You'll get an intro call with your coach via FaceTime or Zoom and also an exit call to make sure that you're aligned with you know your coach on what your goals are and what you want to achieve. You'll get also daily tips, accountability, and video coaching tools uh, every single day through our Facebook page. We'll make a private Facebook page for everyone. You'll be able to basically track all your progress, and they'll have a leaderboard associated with that. You'll get meal prep and tasty recipe ideas, personalized portions of food telling you basically how much and what to eat to support your goals. You'll get one virtual cooking class with a professional chef. You'll get weekly fitness challenges and objectives that you have to complete. And there'll also be prizes from Geno Palette, which is the DNA company that we work with, X Endurance, which is a supplement company, and then also from our team. So if you want to get joined in, signed up for that challenge, uh, please shoot, up, shoot us a direct message on Instagram or Facebook or email us at consistencybreedsgrowth at gmail.com. 
So today, the topic is total daily energy expenditure, okay? Why is total daily energy expenditure important? Well, it's also abbreviated TDEE, so that's how I'll refer to it for the remainder of the podcast. So TDEE is an estimation of how many calories you need on a daily basis that also includes exercise. It is every single calorie that we burn. It is the energy output that our body has on a daily basis, okay? So why is this important? Well, hypothetically, if you know this exact number, it can give you a better chance of knowing how many calories you need on a daily basis so you can matter, you can make better decisions about you know, what your food consumption could look like. If you're not into counting calories, which obviously you guys know we aren't at CBG, we use portion sizes of food to help people understand what their body needs uh, and to help them reach their goals, then that's fine. Um, the main purpose of this podcast for you will be basically to understand what you can be better doing to uh, improve the amount of calories that you're burning, right? So uh, as we know, if you take in more calories than you burn, you will gain weight. So for you guys that are looking to lose weight, you could improve and increase some of these TDEE factors, total daily energy expenditure factors that I'm going to go over today, right? So it could help you make better life decisions and hopefully help you reach some of your goals. So that's going to be the purpose of the podcast. So what is some of the total daily energy expenditures that we experience, right? So one is basal metabolic rate or BMR, right? So this is basically the number of calories burned by your body carrying out basic functions. Okay, we'll get a little bit more into that. The second is physical activity. So this is your calories burned during exercise. The third is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, also referred to as NEAT, N-E-A-T, which is calories burned during non-exercise activities. And then you also have the thermic effects of food, which is the calories burned digesting your food, right? So there are four different things that affect this and that contribute to the overall TDEE estimation, right? So that's what TDE is. It's an estimation of, you know, everything on a daily basis, including exercise. So number one is NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, right? So thermogenesis is basically the process of heat production in organisms. So we are an organism, we produce heat in different heat patterns, and it occurs in all warm-blooded animals and also in a few species of thermogenic plants, right? So we are a part of this uh, equation here. Uh, so as far as health and fitness is health and fitness is concerned, when your body burns calories, it generates more heat. So foods or activities that boost metabolism or fat burning are considered thermogenic, right? So what is neat and what are some of the things that contribute to it, right? So it's in the name, right? Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So these are things where you're not actually exercising, right? So it could be things like walking your dog, pacing on your phone, cleaning your house, dancing in the shower, 
right? Um, so there are 24 hours in a day. You could be doing a variety of these things throughout the day. So for eight of them, uh, there's hope that you're obviously sleeping, you know, and one of them, I hope you're working out or doing something like that. And then, so there, the rest of these hours, uh, that you're, you're really, uh, you have, you're using NEAT, right? This non-exercise activity thermogenesis, right? Um, so a simple walk around the block or down to the beach, you know, going up the steps, right? Taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Uh, all these things fit into uh, the activities, right? Besides the working out, you know, of your particular day, right? So it, it does actually contribute a significant amount of what happens to, you know, your your daily caloric expenditure. The TDEE equation could be anywhere from around 15 to 30% of this equation, right? So a lot of people are thinking about, oh man, I don't exercise enough, right? But, you know, this is, could be 15 to 30% of the 100% of the total daily caloric expenditure that you're actually, uh, you know, just expending, you know, throughout a given day. So it can definitely, definitely impact, right? The next is actual activity. So actual physical activity, like your actual workout. Okay. This also takes up to 15 to 30%. So very equal to non-exercise activity thermogenesis which is where you're just doing movement and not actually working out, or you wouldn't consider it working out. And working out have about the same percentage or value in terms of the expenditure per day, right? So you need to be doing both is basically the reality to it, right? So to keep this simple, there are different activities that can contribute more or less to your overall TDEE. Right. So, for example, um, someone that's around 200 pounds that walks for an hour at three and a half miles an hour will burn about 400 calories. Right. But someone running for an hour at 200 pounds burns about 1,074 calories or jump roping burns about, you know, 1,300 calories. Right. So different activities will definitely contribute more to the actual TDEE, and specifically from that of exercise, right? So things like HIIT training, for example, or CrossFit, for example, so HIIT training is high-intensity interval training, can definitely contribute um, to exercise and your total amount of calorie expenditure even after the exercise is, is done. Right, because your body's still doing a lot of processes after you've done exercising to continue to burn calories. Right. So this thermic effect of physical activity is super important. It's something that should not be taken lightly. This is why we must exercise in efforts to reach a lot of our body composition goals. Um and just to put things in perspective about what types of exercise and things you should be doing for specific like body fat loss, for example. So basically, let's take um, something like uh, low st- steady state cardio. So this is abbreviated LIS. Sorry, so many acronyms in this podcast, but stay, stay with me. LIS, L-I-S-S. 
it causes no increases in metabolic rate after the exercise is over. So low steady state is like the walking and other things like that that are really, really slow state, uh, doesn't really uh, do much besides when you're actually doing the activity to actually burn calories, right? And thus only causes energy utilization while the exercise being performed. So in, in contrast, however, the effects of things like uh, strength workouts, right, like bench press and squats, right, increase metabolic rate for up to 6 to 12 hours or can uh, increase metabolic rate for up to 6 to 12 hours after the exercise is done, right, because resting energy expenditure accounts for 60 to 75, 60 to 75% of the calories you burn each day. And increasing and resting energy expenditure is extremely important for weight loss efforts, right? So this is where um, I sort of want to express to people that strength training and higher intensity workouts are super important when it comes to body fat, like losing body fat. Because if you are doing strength training, you're able to effectively create muscle tissue, which has, which can improve your overall metabolic rate, right? Not just within the exercise itself, but even after the exercise is over. Okay. So this is super, super important, right? So let's go into a little bit about BMR. So this is your basal metabolic rate. And this takes up around 60% of your daily TDEE, right? That total daily energy expenditure. That's a lot. That's like, I mean, that's over 50% of it, right? This is like, this is the big kahuna. So what is BMR? How do we improve it, right? So here's the, the bad news, right? There are a lot of restrictions on what your BMR is. There are so many equations going on. Harris-Benedict equation and so many others. But basically, your BMR is restricted in large part due to your body type, how much you weigh, your height, your sex, whether you're a male or a female, all of those different factors, body weight, height, age, and sex, right? So that's in large part what your basal metabolic rate is based off of. So this is the energy requirement when you are motionless. So basically when you are sitting down on the couch doing nothing, that's what your basal metabolic rate is. And this accounts for 60% of your daily energy, right? So sleep, chilling at the desk, basically when you're not active, you know, these are the different things that uh, contribute to your basal metabolic rate. So, it can use a quite a bit of energy though, right? Just your, your daily functions where you're doing nothing. So, how can we increase BMR? The number one way to do this is to build muscle, right? This is why that strength training from the 15 to 30% that we talked about from physical activity contributing to T TDEE is so important. One of the most effective ways to raise your BMR is to increase your muscle mass. Muscle tissue is the most metabolically active tissue in your body and the breakdown of old proteins and synthesis of new proteins in your muscles account for roughly one-fifth of your resting metabolic rate. 
right? Think about that. One-fifth. That's significantly more than a metabolic rate of fat, okay? Which contributes an average of only like 5% of your total daily resting metabolism. So if you want to improve your DMR, BMR, which takes up to 60% of your total daily energy expenditure, you should build more muscle mass, right? How cool is that? So if you're able to do this, I mean, this is great, right? Because 60% is very, very high. So what are some other ways? Uh, So if you're doing workouts that are at very high intensities, so metabolic rate after a really high intense workout can be increased for up to 15 hours afterwards, right? So the thing is our body is naturally lazy, okay? It wants to preserve as much energy as possible. Like we're basically wired by our ancestors who may not have known where and when the next meal was going to be. So after intense workout, you know, just intense workouts in general, your body says that sucked. We better be more prepared the next time that that happens, <laughs> right? Uh, so let's build muscle. Let's build our cardiovascular system more efficient. Let's get back to normal. And that requires lots of energy. And that requires calories to get your body from an intense workout where you're breathing heavy and exhausted, your muscles are sore, your body wants to get back to normal and it takes energy to do that, right? That's why you continue to burn energy after you've done a CrossFit workout or you've done this insane, uh, you know, hit workout with intervals or strength training. Your body wants to try to get back to normal, okay? So that's that covers three things, right? That covers 60% from basal metabolic rate contributed to our total daily energy expenditure, 15 to 30 from actual physical activity or exercise, and another 15 to 30 from NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, things like walking and singing in the shower, stuff like that. So the last, which contributes to about 10%, is TEF, or thermic effect of food, all right? So thermic effect of food is where basically the digestion of food, absorption and disposal of ingested nutrients requires energy, right? Not just chewing, but actually your metabolism at work to process and transport nutrients and other things like that in the body to where it needs to be. So its magnitude depends on the composition of the food that you consume. Some food doesn't need that much, doesn't need the body to work very hard to process it. And other food does, right? That's why when people talk about complex carbs, right? Why are they complex? Well, they take more digestibility to to absorb and to get transported to the right place. It takes more energy, Right? So research has shown that basically protein-rich foods, salmon, steak, shrimp, chicken, turkey, right, increase the thermic effect of food the most. So for example, they increase your metabolic rate by 20 to 30% compared to carbs and fats, which only increase metabolic rate by 5 to 10%, right? So if you are chewing and working to digest food, it's definitely burning more calories than a smoothie, right? Because a smoothie's already sort of 
basically broken down for you in large part, right? It's already in liquid form for you, right? So there was a book, I don't know if you guys have ever read it, it's called Breathe by James Nestor, and he stated that our ancestors used to chew four hours a day. That's crazy. So today I think we're lucky if we chew one hour. So overall, this adds a small component to energy consumption. But more importantly, all or most of the foods that are deemed having a higher thermic effect of food also seem to be essential in maintaining a healthy and nutritious diet. So we better get more of those foods anyways, right? High nutrient-dense foods, complex carbohydrates like oatmeal and brown rice. These types of things are really good for the overall uh, healthy immune system uh, to support our weight loss goals. All these things for to allow the body's organs to continue to function properly, to improve performance. All these things matter, right? Um, so these are some of the most important things when it comes to, um, you know, your total daily energy expenditure, what you need to burn the calories that you want to burn and how you can uh, affect it, uh, you know, long term. So I would say just as a recap, you know, you're going to want to eat protein, eat plenty of protein, 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight, walk more, you know, get out there and improve your need, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, use the stairs, right? Remember, you're resisting your body. Your body wants to be lazy. That's how we're designed to be, right? And it sucks to be weak. It sucks to be weak. So do your strength training, all right? So these are some tips all about TDEE, total daily energy expenditure. So try to work some of these into your routine, into your habits. Don't forget about our six-week nutrition challenge coming up. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's right before summer. It's called our Summer Camp Six-Week Nutrition Challenge. And let us get you started on your journey towards better health, better performance, uh, whether that be athletic or human performance, or achieving the body composition that you want. You can get more details on our Instagram. You can reach out to us via email at consistencybreedsgrowth at gmail.com or go over to our website at consistencybreedsgrowth.com. Appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please like and subscribe. Share with all your friends, and we will chat with you next time. Peace out. It's science. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it. Keep tuning in every week for more incredible guests and ways to reach your max potential, both physically and mentally. Please subscribe on iTunes or your preferred podcast app, and let us know if you like this episode. Science. Don't forget to check us out at consistencybreedsgrowth.com or on Instagram at cbg underscore online underscore sports for details on upcoming nutrition challenges or one-on-one coaching for weight loss, wellness, or performance. Also, feel free to join our free Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash groups slash cbgnutritiontribe.